when it comes down to fitness or staying healthy in general, on your day-to-day life, how do you stay accountable towards the goals that you want to achieve? I feel like health has always been very hard for a lot of people. For me, I've always felt like I was blessed to incorporate as part of my lifestyle. And I've always felt like I wasn't having a hard time with it, you know? But when I hear people like the guests we're going to have on for this episode, he comes across many people who has been in it for 10 years, coaching many individuals online, even before COVID, because, you know, as online coaching became a bigger thing during COVID, he had the experience to help create transformation for many individuals out there struggling because of the complexity designed behind health and wellness. And I know we've had other coaches here before talking about different tactics or strategy when it comes down to fitness. But one of the reasons why I wanted to invite this guy here was because he has had a business in the online coach business for the last 10 years. And I'm actually pretty impressed to find somebody within the local area and feature him in here and talk about his experience growing the business and the reason why he's about the way he is when about his business. Hey, what is up, guys? Today, we are with uh, Fatty Mancy, Real Results Fitness. How are you doing today, bro? Doing amazing. Best day of my life. Good. Good to hear, man. I'm glad that you're here. So thank you for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you're uh, busy with a lot of your clients working day to day, making sure that they're taken care of. We're going to dive into a little bit about that and how you got involved in the business. So for all of our listeners, let's just start with a little bit of basics about you, uh, what you do and who you are. Obviously, obviously. Sure. So my name is Fatty Mancy. Uh, I'm here locally in the Ventura County area. Yes, sir. And um, what we do is we're online training. So we were online training mm-hmm. before the pandemic. Right, right. <laughs> we'll talk about mm-hmm. that. Um, but yeah, I do online training. So I have an application for my clients to log into. Mm-hmm. They do their exercises. We keep them accountable, teach them how to eat for their goals. Nice. Um, and then just change their life. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and it's funny because... Uh, <clears throat> For this season and this part of the season, I actually didn't think that I was going to invite a couple of health experts and professionals and people that was involved in that industry, which for me is just a natural conversation to have just Mm -hmm. because growing up as a Filipino, right, we always ate healthy, right? you know, like, although like we didn't prioritize like working out, you know, something I learned from myself, but just being healthy overall was always on top of mind. It wasn't really like a, a conversation that we always had an issue about. It's like very natural. Mm-hmm, for to... sure. So so I'm curious to see how you got started with your fitness journey before you started your business. Were you always involved in fitness when you first started or was that something that you just got involved in? Um, in one sense or another, mm-hmm. like fitness, <clears throat> excuse me, fitness always amazed me in the sense of how people can change their body or right. it was always very curious, even as a child, like mm-hmm. how come people have different body shapes and sizes? And interesting. I used to think it was just genetics, you mm-hmm. know, based off like relatives and family. And then you see friends and they're like very lean. And um, so that was always in the back of my mind, but I played basketball growing up. Right. So um, I played basketball growing up and then 
<clears throat> here in California? Here in California, oh, yeah. Oh, nice. So That's I went, awesome. to, I went to Camarillo High School. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah. how old are you? If I'm asking. I'm 38. 30. Aw, oh, dude, you're lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> Fountain of youth, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I graduated in 02. So I played basketball growing up basically from fifth grade through some of college. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, not college basketball, but like in the college years. Um, and then at... I was playing in some men's leagues and I had some injuries. Mm. So I tore my ACL. Oh, damn. And then about a year and a half later, I tore my Achilles. Damn. That's pretty <laughs> typical for people who do basketball or, or am I just tripping? Yeah, I think ACL somewhat, mm-hmm. uh, somewhat normal. Achilles is kind of like the, uh, they call it the kiss of death for, ah, for an athlete. Okay. Interesting. So, um, <clears throat> so after that, I'm like, I can't continue doing this. I'm not, I'm not making the, I'm not making the league or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I need to find out an outlet so fitness mm. was kind of a natural outlet of course you know initially i was getting into fitness because like i wanted to impress the girls oh yeah yeah and i was that same thing too yeah, when I, yeah, high I think school. most guys are sure. you know self-esteem confidence all of right, that good right. stuff um so after tearing my achilles i'm like i'm not going to continue hurting myself mm-hmm. um so fitness was kind of a natural transition for me and that was I would say the beginning of my real fitness journey, getting right. into the working out aspect. Nice, nice. That's that's cool. So then when you started working out, I and for me, it was just almost the same thing, actually. When I transitioned, it's funny because what you say is uh, when I was in high school, I was doing track, right? I was in the prelims. I was probably one of the fast starters. Pretty small guy compared to a lot of the taller guys, you know, because they had larger strides, right? But I was fast. Yeah. I was fast, you know? And then before the prelims, I actually pulled or was starting to feel something. And then what happened was during the prelims, which was before like the the finals or I forgot what it was called, I actually pulled a muscle. Mm. So then I didn't run for weeks, you know? Wow. And and from that on, like, like I was just so discouraged but at the same time, it was already the the finish uh, of of my high school. Yeah. So I I knew that fitness was something I wanted to um, keep in part of my life. So essentially, I decided to tap into working out. Yeah, I wanted to build more muscle. I was very skinny. Like I was not the skinny that a lot of people say they are at the gym. Like right. I was skinny. You know, like I didn't know how. So from that. I got interested into fitness and I started learning, yeah. you know, dirty bulking. And for the past 10 years, yeah. I've kind of, you know, maintained that routine, right? Yeah. Yeah. As an athlete, it's kind of like a natural mm-hmm. transition, for right? For sure. Like to just kind of fill that void, like right, you said. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think it's very natural because, <clears throat> you know, like you just have that. And by the way, I'm not a natural athlete. Mm. Oh, not, okay. not natural, natural like that. But like I wasn't into sports like all I was the like, other I was kids. like we're talking about something no 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 no, no. <laughs> like, okay, I'm, I'm talking about like like talent right yeah, yeah, yeah. like I wasn't always fast at that. the okay. reason why I did it was because I would get into the wrong groups you know mm. like I would go in the wrong groups yeah and I just wanted to for something to keep me uh busy yeah so that eventually became an outlet for me and the sports was kind of a thing but um during the time being you know uh, I came across many struggles such as like learning some of these routes yeah Right. Yeah. When when you got into fitness, would would you say besides the fact that you were interested into just you know developing and looking good, mm-hmm. right? Were were your interests anywhere else as far as that in? It was it was always kind of there because mm-hmm. even as even as w- growing up with my friends and playing basketball and then like 
uh, we actually started playing basketball more. Cons- we used to play outside of the Boys and Girls uh-huh. Club. And then we transitioned from there to win 24-hour fitness uh, locally in Camarillo, RIP. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Throwback. Uh, I know. <laughs> so, like, that's where we used to uh, play. And then we would either work out before or after because it made us feel good. We wanted to go out. We wanted to look good. We wanted to feel comfortable. Um so it was kind of a natural, it was mm-hmm. always there. And then, you know, you, when you start working out consistently, you realize like, you know, it's like, uh, Dion Sanders used to say like, look good, feel good, play good. Right, so right. it's like you, you look good and then you feel good about yourself. If you feel confident, mm-hmm. you feel more confident in your abilities in the, in that particular case on the court. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, 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 that's a good transition for you. And I, I, I could see why you maintained the healthy lifestyle you have. So then. Did that peak the interest to start the business or I'm curious because like yeah. you started the online business before COVID because I know there was a rise in online coaching mm-hmm. during COVID because there was no gyms. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I'm curious to see how you got started yeah. and why you even started in the first place. Sure. So I've been doing this. So I've been doing online training for 10 years now. Nice. Um. So yeah, way before COVID, um, I was doing online t- like Real Results Fitness was doing online training. We were doing online training when people didn't know what the hell mm-hmm. online training was. Interesting. Um, it's normal now, mm-hmm. but like we were doing it when people were like, how can you do things online? I really? need an in-person training. So lots of um, uh, obstacles along the way. But how I got into it really was um, so going through my finish. So I tore my ACL. Right. And then uh, in between that journey, um, actually what happened is like we were working out, working out consistently, tore my ACL between the time of when I felt I was the most consistent Mm -hmm. because I always felt on and off, on and off. For sure. Um, So in between like ACL, finding out what was actually wrong with it between insurance and going to doctors (laughs) and whatnot, (laughs) uh, my mom passed away. Oh, damn. So... um, during that time period, I had a lot of downtime. Mm. So the things that really interested me at that point was like basketball and working out. So doing a lot of research of basketball, like just watching basketball videos and then working out mm-hmm. um, was kind of what piqued my interest. And then a year and a half later, tore my Achilles. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> so then I was like, that's when I, rewinding back to what you were asking mm-hmm. earlier, that's when I went back to... Um, I can't continue playing basketball and hurting gotcha, myself. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I started working out, and then I tried everything. I tried like intermittent fasting. I tried like really. Um, I tried eating every two hours. I tried eating only certain food groups. I tried eating no eating carbs past six p.m. No eating carbs. And, and was this for a particular goal, or was it only um, because you you were just testing things out? Well, I wanted to I wanted to lose fat and I wanted oh, to get okay, I wanted okay. to get shredded, right? No, I, I, I got to <laughs> ask for you like bigger before. I, mean, I don't have um, any before pictures. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I could find some for you. So I was always in in decent shape. I okay. wasn't I wouldn't say I was extremely obese or mm-hmm. overweight, but it was to the point where people started noticing it would you know the the good old like pulling of the shirt. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, you know where it's like hugging in wrong areas, yeah, yeah, not yeah. how you not around your sleeves like hugging mm. where you're not supposed to. Not like this basically yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like this. so um yeah so it was getting uncomfortable and then deep down inside i really wanted to um i wanted to get a six-pack right i wanted to like prove to myself i wanted to get a six-pack um 
And then, you know, you kind of use that pain that you go through along the way, like my mom's passing and things of that mm. nature to. It was to, kind of an outlet. Yeah, it, it was. It was or very. Coping. Yeah, it was very much so an outlet um, during that time period. But it it didn't fully click until after the second injury, because my mom passed after my first injury. Okay. Um, so going along that. You know, I it was very frustrating. I was mm. spending hundreds of money at the supplement store. Mm-hmm. I was um, doing facet cardio, like I said, everything. Like I was doing keto before it was called keto. Really? <laughs> you know, like it was it was basically no carb, right, or minimal oh, yeah, carb. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So basically, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, fasting, doing I, all. I, I feel so uh, young. <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing you back. So, so I did all that before, and then it was frustrating because, like, like all of it worked. But none of it was very, it, it, none of it made sense to, I couldn't live a normal lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? Like I couldn't, I couldn't eat every two hours and then just want to go have dinner with friends mm-hmm. or, with a, uh, you know, go out on a date or, or see my family and without having that stressor of like, I need to eat in 27 minutes oh, or, shit. you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, if I don't, I'm going to lose all my gains. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all know those moments back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like that was kind of the frustration of it. Yeah, yeah. And then when I found out, and I tell my clients this all the time, when I fitness is very, very simple, and that's like always my goal for me mm-hmm. to te- like whether people are become a client or not, like is to show people how simple fitness is. It's not easy, mm. but it's very, very simple. That's a good. That's a good philosophy. Yeah. I so like fitness it. is simple. It's not easy. It's just there's so much information mm-hmm. out there that people are like, do I need to detox? Do I need to do a, a fat loss pill? Do I need to do this? It's like, no, like you just do this, this and this. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get results if you do it consistently over right. time. So once I found that out, um, this is a roundabout way to answer your question. Mm-hmm. But once I found that out, I I felt really cheated from like the fitness industry. Mm. Right? I'm spending like hundreds of dollars on supplements, and not saying uh, not saying that all supplements don't work. There's some great supplements out there. But would you say there was there's there's a bit of distortion or or deception in how they portray? Even then, I mean, a lot of the health products or companies out there have been taken down because of. A lot of, uh, you see a picture, you know, yeah. yeah, a lot of like false advertisement they had. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And you go and, and it's not, it's no one's fault really mm-hmm. other than, you know, cause the employees that are there, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're, they're taught a certain way. But, and again, this is not to say that, um, all supplements don't work. I think there's a lot of great supplements sure. uh, out there, but the ones I was spending money on and the ones I noticed that clients, um, current clients leading up to mm-hmm. you know we're spending money on this that and the other and I'm like you don't need to do all that mm-hmm. and also that's not gonna do anything mm-hmm. if you don't know how to eat for your goals and and you're exercising right, right, right. inefficiently right so um, so because I felt cheated I'm like man every can I cuss on here yeah don't no, right. fuck yeah go for it <laughs> <laughs> I'm like everybody needs to fucking know about yeah, this yeah, yeah, like yeah. this is bullshit like I've been going through this and I know I'm not the only one that's uh-huh. going through this so right. like these people, people need to know how to eat right, how to eat for their goals. And like, they don't have to kill themselves. Mm. They don't have to eat every two hours. They don't have to like, man, I used to go in like a sweatsuit, like, uh, like waist thing, yeah, 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 it's sure. like uh, first thing in the morning, empty stomach. So like, you don't have to do that just to see a little bit of progress. For sure. You know? Yeah. So then, so then when you start realize that you got cheated on by the industry, mm. was that what sparked you to decide, hey, you want to teach this to myself to other businesses? And then what was that journey like? You know, I'm just curious because like I said, yeah. you're coming from the years 
literally, it's funny, 10 years ago was exactly the same time that I started my fitness journey. Okay, very cool. Right, yeah. so like 2013. Yeah, so it's like kind of the boom. I, I got out of high school. Yeah. Literally, you know, so so for that end, all I knew was, oh, okay, you can bulk to gain more muscle because I was always skinny. I didn't mm-hmm. knew how to lose weight, which, you know, a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. Right? So on that end, um, I was not aware of like, whether this there was multiple ways right. at the time and even now i still don't know shit right. i accept that i don't know shit yeah yeah, yeah. i'm not an expert well i think it's <laughs> i think it's important like even myself i'm still a student of for the game. sure that's like, that's that's a good thing that's yeah, a good indicator i think once in any field right i think mm-hmm. once you think you know everything is when you fail oh my gosh you've you've <laughs> you've emphasized a phrase that someone has mentioned here recently too. yeah that's yeah funny. i've i've you know i'm a fitness coach and i have hired fitness coaches to coach mm. me uh, just because one, maybe I want to see how they handle their business, sure. right? Two, maybe they'll teach me something that I don't know. Or three, I just need time off my hands. Yeah. You know, I don't want to program my own stuff. Like. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Because I would rather, it's the same thing for me as an agency owner. Yeah. Like I would rather have someone outsource my work for me than me do my own work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, because you could push your own work aside uh, yeah, for yeah, as yeah. long as you like. But if somebody's keeping you accountable, which is a big part of our, our program is accountability, like, it's really hard to, you know, look somebody in the eye and be like, make up bullshit excuses. Mm-hmm. Pretty and, and also, and also, I would, I would like to point out that you hiring somebody of an expert in your industry sh- indicates that you see the value in what you offer. One hundred percent. Right. I can't. I can't. Quote, I hate saying the word sell, right? Mm-hmm. But I can't sell somebody a pro- a service, or I can't tell somebody about a service and tell them this, that, and the other if I'm not living it myself thank you thank you <laughs> like uh on top of that like other than that i have i have business coaches i have you know i have business coaches social mm-hmm. media coaches so it's the i fully believe in investing yourself i know it sounds like some hippy dippy shit no no I but agree. you know especially over the last few years everybody's like into that mm-hmm. um but yeah absolutely and, and i'm talking about like putting your hard-earned money there for sure because when you do you you have to step it up or else you're just blowing your own money. Right, so, right, right, right. Yeah, so rewinding back to... Yeah, I know we got a little bit yeah, off. No, 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 it's good. I love it's, it, I love it, it though, I love it. So your question was, again... How did you get started? How man? did I get yeah. started? So, yeah, so um, kind of get into fitness and whatnot, but I was working at... Uh, I was working at, for for some of my, some of my uh, OGs in there, I was nice. working at Verizon Wireless for okay. a long time. And then uh, during these injuries, actually, Mm. Um, and then uh, and then I got let go from there. Really? Okay. And but leading up to it, like lots of people were saying, like, you know, you should get into fitness and you should do this. And I was looking up Mm. how much a trainer makes. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, I was like, "Eh." I'm so sorry. bro. No. Yeah, man. I was looking Uh, it up compared to what I was making at at wireless, mm -hmm. you know, for without a college degree. Mm. Right. And I'm like cool hobby like i could do that later right you know and then that happened um i had a little side job in between but then yeah i'm like you know what let's try this fitness Mm -hmm. thing so um so i started sneaking people into 24-hour fitness Ah, (laughs) you're one of those i was one of those (laughs) right so i was like working out with them you know but training with them yeah, okay. sorry, twenty four. But you know what? See, the the the, the rule says is that as long as you're working out with them, yeah, I, technically you you know you could, you could be working out with them. Yeah, it wasn't like standing above them, yelling them to right, yelling right, at them right, to do right, ten right, more right, pushups, right, you right. know. 
and, uh, and, they, and they don't know if they paid you <laughs> right so i was like sneaking people in you know and i would be i would be at the gym for like a couple hours in the morning a couple hours in the evening right um but I, it was really hard to make a, a lifestyle out of mm. it and then in my head you know i started you know you kind of um you look past the numbers. Gotcha, yeah, a, gotcha. I would say I'm a very positive person, so I'm like, it's going to work out somehow. I okay. don't know how, Optimistic. but it's going to work out. Love it. Um, and then, but sometimes you also have to come to terms with reality. Mm -hmm. So I started doing, crunching some numbers. I'm like, this shit is not going to work. So, so pause for a minute. Yeah. The reason why you started thinking about the other potential numbers is because you understood that just working face-to-face -face limited you. Well... Work so, <clears throat> so working face to face. Um, not saying maybe as a trainer, like if I was maybe mm -hmm. hired by a gym, gotcha, I could gotcha. probably afford like do it right. Mm -hmm. But assuming that they were booming like they were before COVID, because now, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so so my thought process before sneaking people into uh -huh. the gym was go to 24 hour, get a job, get certified, mm -hmm. and then bring those clients into my own business oh shit so that was my initial thought that process. was literally uh the thing that they said not to do <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was conflict of interest I was, I was a bit sneaky you know okay, okay. or i was like hey but i respect the hustle yeah, though in my in my head mm -hmm. not like take them mm -hmm. but in my head i was like i'm gonna give them such a good service they're never gonna get it anywhere else yeah and they're gonna come to me but you know what in in, in our reality because i've worked with the company for a while too yeah there was a lot of trainers that did that yeah and they weren't they didn't poach them yeah, yeah, it yeah. It just came to them naturally because they were used to them in the first place. They like working with yeah. them. Exactly, yeah. So leading up to this, again, I was going, I was basically on unemployment mm -hmm. while I was doing this. For sure. And burning from my 401k. Oh, damn. Um, How old were you when this happened? Uh, so, the, yeah, okay, I think so around 28. 28, okay. Yeah, cool. around 28. So you're, you're my age right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So around 28. Yeah, <laughs> that's why that's why I reached out because I like this the content that you put out. It reminds thank me thank when you. I started my fitness thank journey. You. Or when I started my entrepreneurial mm -hmm. journey. Um, so, um, yeah, so I was doing the numbers or whatnot. And I'm like, even even if even if I had a, a boatload of clients, mm -hmm. I can't be in a commercial gym from like 8 a.m to 8 p.m For and sure. them not say anything to me like mm. it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so uh and full transparency so you know go f scrolling through social media this is like the boom of instagram when instagram was first booming mm -hmm. i saw like there was like maybe one or two companies out there that was doing online training i'm like that's interesting this was back in 20 just to get some better context 2013 14 15 okay interesting yeah. mm. so like uh, beginning of 14 Something so like yeah, end of thirteen, beginning of fourteen, something like that. Okay. So I was like, that's interesting, but how? Mm. Right? Like how can someone do it online? Right, right. Which right. is the question that everybody has now, right? So um uh you know, I started doing some research and I actually found an app and everything that works with it. And then in my head, I'm like, I know so many people that I used to work with. They used to talk to me about fitness. Once I announced that I'm a trainer, people are going to be flying to me. Mm. And as you know, as a business owner, <laughs> it, it doesn't work like that <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's, it's so funny because uh, I announced so many times that I was quitting my job. Yeah. And I thought the clients were going to come to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, still no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like texting people that were like, I was texting uh, people that literally told me like, hey, when you become a trainer, let me know because I can't wait to be your client. Right, right, right. And I'm like texting them and I'm like, 
did they did their phone get disconnected like what happened why <laughs> yeah, yeah, are they yeah. not responding mm-hmm. you know um so so yeah so full transparency when i found out about online training i'm like this is going to be a lazy way for me to make money. <laughs> <laughs> really interesting. Uh, and then as I grew into it, I found out it wasn't that at all. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, basically, again, this is 2013, 14. Mm-hmm. So we're like kind of pioneers of of the social media, uh, wow. or sorry, of of um, online training. So I'm po- like the stuff that I've been po- that I'm posting now, I've been doing it this whole time. Right. Um, and people are like, what's online training? Or people would hit me up and they're like, hey, what's your services like? And without, uh, on, honestly, this goes back to what we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier, like mentorship. Without having a business coach, it was very hard to lay it out there. Okay. And then when did you start to invest? So moving forward right i'm trying yeah, to picture yeah, this fast forward you 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 got in it for business and you start realize that getting clients wasn't as easy especially even presenting your packages right yeah. and then showcasing that realizing that okay certain clients wasn't able to um move forward some may have quit mm. but you persisted and continued what made you decide to go all in and maybe start investing in a business coach uh my back was against the wall yeah <laughs> I respect that. Yeah, my back was against the wall. So this whole time, uh, and that's why I kind of like dropped that I was blowing through my 401k. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had my 401k from Verizon and I'm slowly pulling out. And and the place I lived, mind you, I I was paying like 600 bucks a month. Oh, that's, that's that, solid. That's nothing, right? Yeah. Like even for back then, that's nothing. Yeah. Um. So... What what ended up happening is um, the place I lived at, you know, and everything happens for a reason. The place I lived at, um, the person I lived with, she was uh, she was like a friend's mother, and, mm-hmm. and and you know, she was kind of, and I think this is important too. And you might have had somebody, but I think it's very important, and I like to do this with my clients as well. It's like it's. You have to have somebody that believes in you more than you, sometimes more than you believe in yourself. It's so funny. I was just talking about that. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to have somebody that believes in you more than you believe in yourself until the belief you have about yourself becomes congruent to that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So she always believed in me mm. and I would always want to push stuff aside. Nice. No, I want to do this. I want to share it. She, she was always like, um, just do it just put it out there Mm -hmm. you know she was very business savvy so ended up happening because i had to move from there we separated you know we went our own ways not that like she was my friend's mother Mm -hmm. she was (laughs) um so we we went our separate ways it didn't go as smooth as we had liked to everything's great now um but i was my back was against the wall for sure now this is like mid is like april 2018 uh December of 2017, I looked at my 401k for the first time because I was I was pulling blindly. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, whatever I'm pulling out, something's gonna happen, and I'm I'm gonna get that money back tenfold, right? Oh shit, man! You just put me in a perspective real quick. I'm like, damn. (laughs) So so I look at my 401k, and I'm not afraid. Like I had like fifty thousand in my 401k. Mm -hmm. I was at like two thousand dollars left. Wow. So So you put all that into the business, just trying to basically pay rent, make shit happen. Groceries, mm-hmm. things like that. 
you know, meanwhile, you're showing face, right? Like mm-hmm. clients are like, you have so many clients and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I don't know what you guys are seeing. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Great. You Talk know? about that face. <laughs> yeah, it was extremely uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? Sure. And again, that's like part of the reason I reached, we were talking about it before mm-hmm. off camera. It's right, just right, right. like putting yourself out there. And I didn't really start sharing my story until 2020. Um, but really putting yourself out there, right? Like, you know, advertising for yourself, marketing for yourself, no matter what. So you weren't doing that during those first parts of your years? No, I was, but okay. I just wasn't doing it the right way, oh, gotcha, you know, gotcha, or the gotcha. way that would bring people, mm. you know? And we'll talk about that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So end of 2017, that happens, you know, I, I come to the realization that all my money's gone and my, my backup plan is me, my back against the wall. Yeah. Um, so 2018, I, um, you know, I leave from that place. Uh, the other place I'm, I, I stayed at for a while, I stayed for maybe a month or two. And it was, it was a good partial experience. Um, but I asked, I was, they let me stay free. So mm-hmm. I had like two and a half months of rent free, which was $600 mm-hmm. at the time. And for me, that was a fucking gold mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? No, for sure. Um, so, um, so then I, I just took a risk. There was this mentor that I was following online. I invested money into the program. And then 2018 to 2019, my business like did a 180. Really? Yeah. So in one, in less than a year? Yeah. So, okay. so, so I moved to that place, invested Got kicked out of that place. Okay. <laughs> so 2018, I moved one, two, three, three separate times in 2018. So my life is going to shambles, mm. but my business is going this way. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. For you're building it, right? You're yeah. focused on it. You're, so you're like, faith, optimistic. Yeah. So it's like life is going this way. And then I was just like, this is like kind of God's funny way of being like, how bad do you want this? <laughs> mm, interesting. I have that calling too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so from 20. 2018, um, that's when business really started booming. 2019, I hired a new mentor. I'm still with him right now. Um, and that's kind of, that's the shortest possible that I can mm-hmm. share okay, the cool. story. So so thank you for, you know, keeping us with the date and, you know, keeping us on track so that way where we were at. I kind of have a, a better idea of, of where your business was at, which was interesting to me. You know, you, you, you persisted throughout the times and just kept pulling regardless anyways right was was there like okay even though you had you know you were able to pull some from your 401k Mm -hmm. what was it that kept you going instead of deciding to say you know what maybe i'll just get another job for now or maybe hold off onto it yeah um i would say just Hard-headedness is okay. You know, I think as an entrepreneur, you have to you have yeah. to be hard-headed to yeah. to a certain extent. I like that. I like that. And uh, in my head, I'm like, it, it's gonna happen no matter what, mm-hmm. right? So it was kind of ironic when to me, That's and so in 2020, right? Like 2020, everyone becomes an online trainer. Mm-hmm. Gyms are online trained. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, I've been doing this. I got the yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the framework, you know. And actually, it's kind of ironic because uh, actually um, a gym that I uh, worked at part-time <clears throat> for a bit, he actually wanted to, to uh, buy me out. Really? Yeah. So he's like, are you open? And I'm like, oh, I'll listen. Mm. Um, 
I didn't take, obviously didn't take it, but basically what they wanted me to do was do what I was doing on my social media for, for their the, business. Yeah, for their business. Interesting. So I was like, I'm not like, I wasn't raised yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. born yesterday. You, you can do way more. Yeah. Gotcha. So I'm like, this doesn't make sense. You know, it's like stable. And, mm-hmm. But what's stable? Um, yeah. So it's. Sorry, Rwanda. No, 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 that was cool. I, I was just mainly curious, you know, because like for me, I've gone a, a lot of entrepreneurial ventures in my end. Yeah, where I was financially irresponsible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that you. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. I was. You know, I was literally okay with me taking. I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this on a podcast. Mm-hmm okay getting money from my mom so yeah. that i can pay for rent so i can keep whatever venture business i had in the past yeah but that was me though because you know that was very responsible very i would say even delusional mm-hmm. right because i think the one thing that i lacked at the time was practicality yeah that was something that i didn't practice at the time when i didn't realize how real shit can get yeah <laughs> because yeah. i had a lot of cushion and comfort yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so so like even then like you know that that's a great example of how cushions can keep you at a place yeah right Very and until so. you were like pushed to the moment where you're like oh fuck i have to do something yeah you start looking for different sources you start to to create new ways so for all entrepreneurs i think a lot or not just entrepreneurs but people who want to create different shit in their life because you know voice podcasts yeah voice now has a lot of creators and leaders who want to you know amplify their voice and put themselves out there right so biggest thing i want to point out is that maybe like before your life gets shitty maybe start figuring things out now yeah you know like like what would if if you were talking to yourself like during those 2014 2017 before you invested in a mm-hmm. coach what would you have told yourself differently now this you and that that person uh i would have told <laughs> i'm just curious i'm just curious yeah no no one thing sure. i would have told myself is like you can't be self-made okay like every it fucking sounds great Right, mm-hmm. like being self-made. Oh, I, I did man. it on my own. You know what? I I blame the gurus. <laughs> yeah. I blame the gurus. <laughs> this was before the gurus, no, so no. it was rap see, music see, for I me. I grew up around those gurus, those e-commerce, yeah, those yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, marketing gurus. Not to say I blame them. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. you know, obviously, I believe in them. But because there was so much belief that you can make anything you want and anything and anyhow, yeah. Because the internet said so. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I can make things happen regardless. Yeah. But there was no sense of practicality and actually figuring shit out. Yeah, I th- I think one is like putting my ego aside. Mm. And it, it's so ironic because I, I say this sometimes when I do like my podcasts or lives or teachings or even if I'm writing a post, I'm like, right. uh, you know, hiring a coach, whether it's fitness coach, whether mm-hmm. it's a business coach, whether it's a marketing coach, mm-hmm. like you really got to put your ego aside mm. because you – true. Because – all that is saying, right, is that I don't know everything. And as a as an entrepreneur, which you're like, as an entrepreneur, you're a go-getter. Mm-hmm. That's a ego hit mm. <laughs> to be like, <laughs> I don't know everything, right? Yeah. Like I could, before I hired that, uh, that business coach, I could have taught my friends a million things on social media. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't making me money. Yeah. You know, so I think one thing I would say is like, you can't do it alone. Mm. Um, and if you can, if if you last, it's going to be a fucking long journey. Mm. Um, I'm I'm a big believer of coaching and mentorship. Love that. Um, even though it's like the popular thing right now, like mm-hmm. yeah, I've I've been getting coached for five years now, so I could see the the drastic difference in 
even the way I coach my clients now. Right. You know? So I imagine, you know, you probably have different values and principles that you that you have huge belief in as a foundation that allows you to implement it with your clients, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um so let's let's pivot a little bit, Fati. Yeah. What are your, some of your beliefs about coaching that keeps you grounded and going with your business and as well as hiring coaches that allows you to continuously grow your business? Can you rephrase that first yeah. one? Like, what are some of the values that, like, why do you believe so much in coaching, basically? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I know what it is without it, and mm -hmm. I know what it is with it. Okay, can we talk a little yeah, about yeah, those yeah. differences? With, without it, you have no accountability, mm. right? Um, for example, like uh, the coaching program I'm in now, like I'm surrounded around some really high level individuals, really? right? Nice. So whether I think I'm the best in this city, in this county, in this state, mm -hmm. whatever, right. I have people from all over, from Canada, from Mexico, from New York that are doing really big things. Nice. So it keeps you grounded, right? But it also keeps you... It's a, it's a very thin line, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can get imposter syndrome. For sure. So it keeps you grounded, but it keeps you motivated to be like, I can do more. Or mm. even even like, I don't have to do more. Maybe I could improve the level of my service for my clients. Okay. Maybe I could streamline this a little bit more. Interesting. Um, so, but to answer your first question, like, it's, it's a world of difference, it's man. It's a world of difference. It's a world of difference. Cool. It's like, it's like driving somewhere. And not knowing, not having the directions. Yeah. Like, I I you might get there. <laughs> I would agree so. I've had a few coaches in my life as well. That That's why I'm a huge believer in what you do. Yeah. Because I believe it's not just the information that, yeah, you can probably get on YouTube or TikTok. Yeah. But it's the personalization, accountability, and that context that you get to become around mm -hmm. that really shifts your paradigm and dynamic through your worldview on a day-to-day -day basis, which shatters your actual beliefs about your belief system and forces you to reshape your identity you know so you know so that that's why I, that's why i wanted to ask your question yeah. on that so absolutely i, I want to transition like for now now that you've established some of the values that you have about your coaching styles or, yeah. or your beliefs about coaching what why then let's let's touch back into your clients and yeah why should someone even if they're you know, they have a program or yeah. they, they, they've figured it out on their fitness. Yeah. Why should someone hire a coach in, uh, for their health and fitness goals? Uh, online coach. Yeah, yeah, online coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, I think I'm not here to like shit on any for like sure. coach, like people that do personal Absolutely. training or anything. Right? Absolutely. I think if you are completely brand new beginner, um, have never stepped foot into mm -hmm. a gym or whatnot, I think it's, I think getting a, a coach from a gym is the way to go i agree i it's funny because uh when i was working 24 we well, even if i was not getting commissions at the time to sell those training packages i was a big believer in coaching too because not because like oh you know you don't know shit you're not gonna get results like to be a negative nancy or yeah. downer but because to get you in the habit and context is the fastest way for you to to accelerate yeah. and see results because most people like let's just be honest with it with it um and this goes for one-on-one -on -one coaching and online coaching mm -hmm. but like most people are not gonna show up for themselves mm. like january 1st comes around like everybody that started not everybody but a lot of people that started january 1st because this was their year you know 
it's like a 90% drop off rate by now. Okay. So, yeah. um, so I think for one-on-one, I think that's, that's the route. Mm-hmm. Uh, online coaching is so much more personal and people think that because it's online, it's not really. Um, so I always tell, I always say this is like clients join my program because they think that they need to like eat for their goals and, and, and know how to work <laughs> out. Right. But they stay for the mindset and the accountability mm. and uh, the ecosystem that we have. We have like a, we have a private clients like Facebook community okay. where we, you know, we do challenges. We we keep each other accountable. Like it's a it's a safe place to vent. Mm. Right. Because let's be honest, man. It's like it's like I could ask you maybe even do you know five people? that have the physique that you want, like that you're looking for. Like most people don't, you know? Yeah. So no, you're right. Yeah. Or even have a goal to be that. Mm-hmm. So our, the ecosystem that we have is like, you said it a second ago, it's like switching your beliefs. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of like people telling themselves like, I'm the fat kid. I'm the big girl. I'll never be skinny. I'm big bone. Yeah. Their identity. So it's like shifting their identity and challenging their beliefs. Mm-hmm. So like people come for the sorry That's not good. people come for the 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 knowledge and they're gonna get that right like my goal for them is to if they want to stay a client and get into an, another part of their journey great but I want to teach them how to do it on their own forever mm. um, but people stay because of the accountability and the culture that that we build you awesome. know and awesome. and, uh, and challenging their beliefs nice. because especially like you know Ventura County especially here in Oxnard, you know, it's a very ethnic, like cultural area. Like, For sure. I'm, I'm Egyptian. So like in, oh, I was going to ask you yeah. that too. <laughs> so in that sense, <laughs> you like, it for me. <laughs> yeah, in that sense, like the cultural uh, differences are similar, mm-hmm. right? Like you sit down and you're like, eat and they're like, okay. And then they're uh, giving you another plate of food before you're even done with your first one. I, I would also <laughs> say it's America, it's American commercial lifestyle where yeah. everything is, is, basically monetized right you know like yeah. everything is fast to be to make it more monetize monetizable for the business and profitable yeah you know so i think i'm sure you can agree on this thing that the pivot in a lot of many companies to contribute to the health industry is is a shift now yeah. right like okay now we're trying to be more aware yeah we're trying yeah, to yeah. be more you know caring and, and compassionate and 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 aware mm-hmm. about what we put into our food you yeah. know I, I think, um, yeah, I think going back uh, again, kind of rewinding, mm-hmm. like why online, for right? For sure. Yes. Is, is, it's not for everybody. It's for people that really want to take their health and fitness to the next level, mm-hmm. right? It's like similar to you. Like I don't work with everybody um, because you can't help everybody. True. Unfortunately, I thought that I could help everybody, but you can't help everybody. Yeah. Um. So online training is for the people that like are sick and tired in my particular business are sick and tired of where they've been at. They've been trying it on their own for six months, a year plus. They're not seeing any results or they're seeing minimal results and they want to learn how to do it for the rest of their life. Nice. And not just have somebody there telling them to do a new exercise. Love that. Love that. I was actually going to ask you, what is your typical 
client and community look like? And I see that you kind of described it. Right? It's a lot of these people who are frustrated with these many ways to go about fitness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. People that have done detox shakes, fat loss <laughs> shakes that have done the stuff, you know, basically the reason I got into it is yeah. for the younger me. For sure. Right? So, so, so let's, let's actually, I'm, I'm just curious. Yeah. What are some of the misconceptions that a lot of the clients you've taken in mm -hmm. that you have to coach them out of those syst systematic beliefs. Yeah. Um, one of them is to eat. What do you mean? <laughs> like carbs. Okay. Uh, carbs, for example, everybody thinks that carbs are the enemy or you have to go really low carb in order mm -hmm. to do something, right? Um, you know, I think eating is a big one because what tends to happen with the majority of people is they don't eat or they starve themselves or they deprive themselves from carbs. Right. Uh, they lose a lot of weight or they see a lot of progress fast, but because it isn't sustainable, mm. they rebound back or they mindlessly, mindlessly snack or eat on the weekends. That's so crazy. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's something that I see firsthand, mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, I'm like, did you, cause on, on my program, I can see what they eat. Or right, what they right. track or what they eat. That's super cool. I'm, I'm actually gonna tap, touch base into you how you know, if you can touch a little base about your, how your program looks. Yeah, I'm curious um, because like one of the things that we talked about in a couple of the other podcast interviews that we had is that peop the reason why a lot of those things are just and correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe mm -hmm. you can touch base on some of your ideas on this end. Is that the reason why a lot of these solutions yeah. are not sustainable is because they're trying something that they're not going to live for a long time, and oftentimes they fall off of it and then revert back into original or even worse. Yeah, Did and you say so. Yeah, absolutely, and it, definitely even mm -hmm. worse. And then. Again, the dialogue in their head starts oh, happening. Like, oh, then doesn't work. I'm too old. Oh, it's fuck. my metabolism. Damn. Right. Um. Uh, it's menopause. Yeah, it, yeah. And I, again, guys, I'm not saying because I know some people are getting about to get triggered <laughs> right now. I'm not saying like menopause isn't a real thing. I'm mm -hmm. not saying metabolism. I'm For not sure. saying like a uh, body structure isn't a real thing. Mm -hmm. But I am saying that you can change it, and you can because there is hope out there. Like you can become a better version of where you're at right now. But a lot of people don't do so much bullshit programs mm. along the way, you know, like detoxes, like I don't want to name any. Like detoxes, <laughs> fat loss cleanses, <laughs> fat loss shakes, yeah. uh, you know, um, multi-level marketing mm -hmm. programs. You're right, 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 right. right yep. Say that you can do this. But yeah, it's like, of course you can do this. All you're drinking is two shakes a day and having an apple so can my nine-year-old nephew <laughs> do that and, oh, and lose but, weight yeah. right so but is that sustainable yeah you know? exactly. is that the lifestyle that you want to create yeah right? but then in their head they mm -hmm. don't know any different and they think that that's all that works mm -hmm. and i think that's the direction i definitely want to start taking a lot of these content podcasts with voiced podcasts is that there's there's a sustainable way that uh, really people are not considering way about it because everybody lives a different life, right? Like you may have kids, you may have two businesses, maybe you have one job and you have your family. Maybe you hang out with your girlfriend or boyfriend, right? People have different lifestyles, right? Mm -hmm. So so how do you <clears throat> coach people to talk about that the method is, or how do you coach about them that they're just different lifestyles? Like you know? to... to, to do you mean to live a normal yeah. life and make yes yeah, yeah. okay yes yeah so because they're so stuck in because like for me i was very stubborn about the approach yeah right never flexible with the results yeah so when i shifted that a lot of things shifted for me 
in, in my lifestyle. Yeah. I think one of my favorite questions to ask a client when they're stuck like that mm -hmm. and and they they want to stick to just what I gave them from day one and not veer off. Right. I tell them, how has that worked for you before in mm -hmm. the past? So help them reflect on that. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's kind of like when people say like, uh, I know what I need to do, but I just need to do it. And then I ask them how long they've been struggling. They're like, I've been if for six months, for a mm. year, for two years. It's like, well, your approach isn't working, right? So we need to change that approach. Um, so going back to like, how do I teach clients to live a normal lifestyle and make progress, <laughs> right? Like, because I've done it, dude. Mm -hmm. I, I went like four months hermit mode. Oh, shit. Work, gym meal prep and back and forth and i'm like this is no way to live mm -hmm. like i'm not gonna have any friends soon <laughs> or a dating mm -hmm. um so the way i teach them is like i allow them again to i give them that space to make mistakes mm. they're like oh my gosh i over ate 300 calories and i'm like okay and what happened like oh i gained a pound i'm like okay like what would have happened before like, I probably would have binged all weekend and then gained three pounds on Monday. Because they beat themselves up for the process of doing that? Yeah, like, let's oh, just say you, see, you, 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 someone overeats, like, let's just say I have a client's program and they eat 200 calories more than they need to right, or something. Right. Uh, or they eat more than they need to. Mm -hmm. I, th we could get into math or whatnot later. <laughs> but, like, they eat more than they need to and then, and then they overeat. Mm. Um, then they feel guilty and then they're like, well, shame fuck it. I already, I'm already, I already oh, messed up. And, and those compound over time. Yeah. Right? I was like, let me eat this whole row of Oreos <laughs> and, uh, and continue eating. And then before they know it, they're like what I call Mr. Monday, right? Which Mr. Monday is like the person that starts over mm -hmm. every single Monday. That makes sense. Um, so I allow them to, to make mistakes. I teach them along the process. Mm -hmm. And actually after like week one of my program, I, I tell them like, all right, so we've been doing good up until now like i want you to go out and enjoy a meal nice. that you would never have thought that you can do within this this set of parameters mm -hmm. and let me know how it goes mm -hmm. and then they're like i felt guilty but i actually stuck on the scale the next day and i was the same weight or oh, i actually nice. lost a pound so it's like it's teaching them mm -hmm. right and allowing them to make mistakes and not being like this is the only way <laughs> isn't that crazy though i i really feel like you see this is the part that you didn't talk about with the coaching mm. it's the contextual attachment to keep them in that context mm -hmm. without feeling in this in their vortex of like like insecurity and 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 blame and and guilt yeah right because oftentimes when we're doing it ourselves we get in our own heads yeah and then now all of a sudden a week later, we're going back in the same habit. Not because we couldn't do the program, but because we felt guilty about one little thing. It's it's having outside eyes. Mm -hmm. It's at the end of the day, like coaching. Yeah, a big thing of coaching is having outside eyes for sure. Right? It's like someone will say, like, "I only lost three pounds this month or four pounds this month." I'm like, "Well, what if you gained four pounds this month?" Nice. They're like. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So <laughs> you know? that, that, that's that's when I shift in perspective. I, I used to have this. <laughs> bad self-esteem mindset about myself when I would 
because I was always trying to gain weight. Yeah. So then I shift. I, I started shifting from like instead of trying to focus on the weight I was trying to gain. Yeah. You know, what about the muscle I was gaining? Mm -hmm. You know, and the muscle mass, uh, uh the fat, body fat percentage I was maintaining. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that's a more healthier way to go about it. Yeah. And I was totally fine. Now, now, granted, there's still a lot of goals I can. Yeah, everyone approach, has. Especially yeah. as a business owner, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, that's another way, right? Mm -hmm. It's like um another way to that we keep clients like, um not frustrated when the scale doesn't move it's like non-scale victories mm. like okay how's your energy level they're like oh my gosh i'm waking mm. up earlier i'm doing this my clothes are fitting different that's so crazy and and, and those are the things that i think we miss to opportunity because we we're wearing ourselves on on how we look and what the number and the scale says yeah yeah it's like you know it's like I tell clients i'm like even if you never lose a pound which is almost impossible mm -hmm. like <laughs> you gotta sure. do nothing yeah, yeah, but yeah. Even, even if you don't lose a pound like the knowledge and the perspective shifts that you're gonna get in this is gonna be priceless nice you nice. know like so yeah a lot of it is is perspective shifts going back to what you were saying is you know depending on um you know what their background is for sure right like if they're if you know, if they're like a Mexican family that like eats a lot of carbs and a lot of rice tortillas. and a lot of tortillas, yeah, oh. stuff like that. Like, um, it's they they go from that. Most most clients that I had at one point, right, they go from eating that or eating everything to going no carb or eating nothing. Mm. So it's teaching them the middle that this isn't necessarily bad or bad. good. This isn't bad or good, but this is where you can stay mm. and live. Nice right. moderation between. So let's 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 pivot a little bit. For a lot of people who are looking into online coaching, maybe even working with you, talk to us a little bit about the process that you take them into to help them with their goals, so what they can expect this if they decide to maybe reach out to you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, first of all, we want to make sure that you're committed. <laughs> um, yeah, number one, we want to make sure that you're committed. Like. Um, if, if you're ready to go all in, that's, mm -hmm. that's going to be the first step. Like I, I will meet them. I will meet them. Uh, the, the saying is I'll carry 50 bricks and you carry 50 bricks. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm going to meet you where you're at. I'm going to, uh, get you out of your comfort zone. Right. Nice. So the process is, you know, getting them onboarded, getting them accustomed with, um, learning how to, when they should weigh themselves, when they should track their food, how they should track their food. Um, Getting them accustomed with with the application is this what you're asking? Yeah, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, getting them accustomed with the application, um, and then uh, and then again, a lot of this is mindset stuff, right? Because mm -hmm. a lot of people join a program and they're like, "I just need the workouts and the nutrition." I'm like, "No, you don't. You need mm. more." <laughs> so we start type dive. You know, the first two things that I send clients are like, "These are going to be your workout days. Give me your exact time that you're going to work out." Because most people join a program and they're like, I'll just, I'll just work out whenever I want, whenever I have time. Like you got to make time. You can't find, like you can, time doesn't just appear out of For it. sure. For sure. So like we schedule workout times and I hold them accountable to those workout times. <clears throat> and then I ask them what their three limiting beliefs are. Mm. So like, what are three limiting beliefs, right? So things I hear are like, I'm the big girl, my family's overweight or mm. fat or like, we all, we're all big boned. I right. can't lose weight no matter what I do. Oh, I'm old. Shit. So like we kind of teach them to uncover that, right? Yeah. Um, so we go take them in the onboarding process. Then they get access to my application and that's where we speak to them. Um, we have like a chat uh, chat in the application so they can speak to me directly. Um, and then 
there's tutorial videos on there. So whether they're working out at home or they're working out at a gym, we outline the workouts for them, yes. sets, reps, everything. So they know from week to week if they're mm -hmm. getting better, if they need to do something else. Um, and then I set up a nutrition plan for them. Nice. That's um, awesome. And then we kind of monitor them. First first few weeks especially, we're monitoring, first month I would say, we're really monitoring them to see habits and routines. And, and, and when you're saying we, does this mean you have a couple of other coaches working with you or uh well i, I have i have like assistants okay i have assistants gotcha, that like gotcha. schedule my calendar and stuff cool, like that cool, so perfect. i always <laughs> so i always i never like to leave them out <laughs> because they're a big part of you know so yes. i have like i have assistants that like take care of my calendar um and just like back end system stuff but as far as like the direct with clients that's me nice awesome awesome um so when it so when i say we it's because i like teamwork right love that love um, i'm just curious to see what kind of uh you know what can they what, what can other people expect as well you know yeah yeah absolutely so um, so uh pivoting back into your business right you mentioned that you weren't putting out the content that would get the people to learn about your business what how, how did you pivot your strategy on because i'm very curious especially as a marketing yeah. agency myself how do you how did you pivot your direction in your voice or your outlet mm -hmm. to better communicate that you do coach online coaching yeah um, I, I know you've done a little bit about it yeah right and the reason why i want to pivot into this is because I know there's other whether they also want to be a, a, a coach as well, mm -hmm. or maybe they just have other styles of different coaching, yeah. or maybe they want to do something online. You know, something that they can grab value from me that that might be valuable. Yeah, I think the I think the battle between here mm -hmm. is gonna, okay. is the biggest thing. Yeah, for, for sure. me it was at least. Mm -hmm. uh, it's putting yourself out there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is knowing that. Um, there's going to be people that mm -hmm. don't like what you're doing. Yeah. Um, or people that maybe are even like friends. And this is the same thing in the fitness space, right? Mm -hmm. Like friends, family, relatives, significant others yeah. that are like, uh, you know, I'll talk about in, in the in the fitness sense, right? Like maybe sometimes I'll hear people talking about their friends or family or their significant others. Like, why are you doing this? You're already in shape. Mm. Why are you continuing to work out? How long, you know, how much longer are you going to do this? Putting them down, right? Mm. So in in that sense, it's like one of it is just like, like I was saying earlier, like I was like, I'm going to do it no matter what. I don't know how, but I'm going to but I'm yeah, going to yeah, make yeah. it happen. So like nice. having that belief system in yourself, like almost that arrogance that knowing that you're going to do it. Right. <laughs> no matter what. Um and you really have to put yourself out there. Nice, nice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I noticed that you've been a little more active with your social media and you've been trying to inform people as well, right? Making sure that they're educated on that end. What what are what are some things that you're seeing in the industry mm -hmm. that you're trying to educate more people about? I mean, we talked a little bit about it. I'm sure yeah. we've touched base into it. Right. But I want to pivot more into the future. Mm. Right? It's changed before COVID. And I'm sure many foundation hasn't right and you know you feel free to correct me on this yeah but there's also rises in different conversations or maybe lingos right what are you seeing that has changed over the past 10 years in the fitness industry when it comes down to fitness and health yeah i think the the changes ironically are very similar mm -hmm. interesting <laughs> it's always fear-mongering okay right so it's always like <clears throat> you're not getting results because you're eating too many carbs mm. You're not getting results because you're not eating uh, 
testicle livers or whatever the liver king was promoting. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't even take that guy seriously. I'm sorry. <laughs> funny though. Yeah, it's a right. funny character. Though. Like you're not getting you're not getting results because like I saw some ad on YouTube the other day and they were saying like it's something in your in your stool. It's it's the way okay. you're going number two, right? I don't want to give you too much detail. Oh, yeah. But it's like it's always it's always um it's always like reinforcing mm. what people think. They're like, are you, you know, is your, has your metabolism really slowed down and this, that, and the other? And it's like, maybe your metabolism has slowed down a, a bit, but it's probably more that you're unconsciously snacking and mm. you're unconsciously eating. And instead of, but that's how, the, that's the hook, right? Yeah. So I think the changes are, are going to continue to be things of like, you need to do keto in order to lose weight. Okay. Or you need to cut out all your carbs. Or you need to, um, I don't know, eat eat, eat this superfood, right? Mm, you yep. need to include this superfood daily. And this is the reason because your digestive issues and this, that. And, um, and all of those things are true, but they're this much of the puzzle, right? They're not the main course, yeah, 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 which yeah, yeah. is, For sure. <laughs> right? Uh, um, play on words, but not the main course, right? They're right. not the main thing. The main thing is like, yeah, a lot of us are are le we all live very busy lifestyles. Mm -hmm. Like we're on our social media phones, getting notifications like crazy, sure. and you know it's like doing this and like kind of mindlessly snacking. Yeah, and then eating the rest of what you normally eat. <laughs> right, and you're like right, I swear right. I eat the same foods every right, day. Right, right, right. Like, no, so you're not, maybe not, right? Subconsciously, yeah. a lot of things are adding on. Yeah, and there's actually like studies on that as far as like people eating subconsciously and and thinking that it's you know they're this that and the other but it's at the end of the day it's it's really just like um really being honest right mm -hmm. so it's you know sometimes it's just like you know your closet eating or yeah. or things of that nature again not saying that all that stuff doesn't matter mm -hmm. but um which is a lot of the fear tax that yeah brands are using to yeah. get you to better learn about their product right? right like when you were saying about um like all the all the uh, the the gurus, right? The 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 uh, yep. business gurus. They're yep. like, the reason you're not doing oh, it is this one no. tactical mistake, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, and then you learn later. You're like, it's not this one tactical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mistake. especially just the hook. Okay, well, I, mean, I guess if it works for them, that makes sense, right? right. As long as they're teaching people the right thing, right? You know, so I I am glad that people are becoming more self conscious mm -hmm. and conscious about what information are out there. You know, when it comes down to health. Yeah. Now. I want to. I. I am. I'm actually very obsessed with this kind of thing recently about like biohacking. Okay. You know, like like for example, like cold shower and shit like that. Uh -huh. Like what 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 are some like secrets that uh you you don't you know that you wish you knew back then that you you implement for yourself or even tell people. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be a boring answer because okay, I, yeah. I I don't I don't like I think actually like bio like cold shower i think all that stuff I was that today and yeah i think that stuff works mm -hmm. right and it, it really boosts it can boost like a little bit white but blood cells and all that yeah. Shit. yeah um i think that's like in that sense yeah there's always like um like there's always information and research, <laughs> out, research there. out there yeah <clears throat> and and the thing with research is funny because like anybody, if you go on TikTok, you could find it. Anybody True. could pull a research or a, a study 
that backs up their thoughts. For sure. Very um, subjective researching. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of them sometimes are from like 1924. Mm, right. It's a fallacy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but like the, you know, biohacking, I, I don't really, you know, I don't so you really just live a normal life anyways. Yeah. yeah I, I think. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, I mean, I think they're. Don't get me wrong. I think they're like great sales tactics. Mm. <laughs> I think I, I I respect the hustle game, but I don't because it goes against my <laughs> my values. You know what I okay. mean? I, I I was curious to see how you would uh, uh, respond to, it, especially as a you know someone who advocates for like the normal lifestyle of healthy eating that people over push. Yeah, you know? I think I think that stuff can help. But mm. like I mean, I've seen stuff on um, like TikTok and Instagram and whatnot and. <laughs> I remember seeing this one lady that she was talking about um, a certain reason that women and it was genius marketing because mm -hmm. she's like, this is the reason that you can't lose fat, uh, belly fat as a woman. And she didn't have any logical conclusions. But one of the things that she said, which is like, if you here's the thing, right, with with people like that, if you're already in a very low state, you want something that's going to reinforce what you think yeah that makes sense so she's like and men won't understand it and that was one of her reasonings hmm. that women wouldn't lose belly fat and men won't understand it it's like i can i can that's the genius way of marketing but nothing of what she said is true like, hmm. at the end of the day yeah so you know the biohacking stuff it's uh, I think there's supplements out there that are that can aid in joints and in in some strength and and whatnot, um, but the the biohacking stuff. I think actually cold showers and and um, what is that the ice? Not the cold showers, but the ice, ice baths. Bath? Yeah, like there are some there are some actually like good studies behind them. Like for me, I'm you've never, I'm, you've never done an ice bath. I've never, I turn or, it on cold uh, at the end shower? of my shower, and that's no? it for like three yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I'll, I'll go for like. Maybe thirty seconds. Yeah, on an oh, ice wow. shower. Yeah, that's it. You know, and I'll be gone. No, one of my business coaches does it every morning, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> you're, you you're a psycho. Yeah, it wakes you up. I'm a big fan of of uh, cold showers. You yeah, know? If, if I could have an ice bath, I would go for it. Okay, let's pivot a little bit for the sake of time. Yeah, that way we can, uh, you know, obviously get you going because I know you're busy on on your time as well. Um, I, I want to pivot into what what you're going for your business. What are some of the things you're excited for and looking forward to with your business or even yourself? Yeah. Um, so more expansion. Okay. Like, um, the goal is to to have um, a few coaches underneath gotcha. me. Um, and, uh, you know, we I've tried it before, but I just wasn't ready at that point mm. in my business to do it. Um, so that always, for me, it's always about the client experience. So it's like, how can I get my client a better experience. Mm. That's something that I'm constantly upgrading monthly, yearly, sometimes weekly, right? Love so that. it's like, because if they're not feeling good, like even if they lose weight, like I've had coaches that I lost a lot of weight with, but I didn't like the experience. Gotcha. Because of the methods that they put yeah. you in or torture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't torture. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, they were great. They were great. I just, the, the method. Uh, I've, um, I've been tortured. Yeah, no, I no, mean, no. you know, judgmentally, subjectively. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Certain coaches out there. <laughs> yeah, like I've, I've been with like business coaches before mm. that like, I that first business coach that I hired, I, I got great results, but it, it, the client experience wasn't great. Gotcha, gotcha. So like, you know, that saying goes true is like people, um, People will never forget how you made them feel. True. 
right? So like, yeah. So like client experience is always number one for me. So client experience. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, uh, our clothing, uh, clothing line is going to be launching in the next few weeks, like a rebrand of the clothing. Real results. Yeah. 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 So real results, leggings for women and shorts for men. Cool. So, yeah. And then just to, just to get the real results name, like known throughout, not just Ventura County, but all of California. Nice. Yeah, nice. that's that's the goal. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's what we're going to achieve. I, I think I'm super excited, especially hearing your story even before this thing, for what you have in mind. And, uh, you know, I just want to thank you to thank you for taking the time to go out here. Cool. We're yeah. beating the practice before we get there. So gladly I'm, I'm wrapping this up. <laughs> so for anybody who do want to reach out to you and work with you, where can they reach out to you or find some of your content? Yeah. So uh, on Instagram is real results fitness but it's spelled f-t-n-s okay so somebody else had the name so real results (laughs) f-t-n-s okay um facebook fatty mancy uh tiktok uh tiktok just real results fitness um this one didn't take it yeah just one word yeah (laughs) yeah real results fitness on tiktok and then on youtube it is edit your body or you could just search up my name fatty mancy okay cool and then uh for anybody tuning in um anybody who wants to be a coach maybe they want to start their business content creators what was one message you would like to leave off with that Put yourself out there. Put yourself out yeah, there. Yeah, you have to. You have to put yourself out there. Uh, like Charles and I were speaking about earlier. Like when I started, when I announced that I was a coach, <laughs> I was like, the walls <laughs> are gonna be like, I'm not gonna have my calendar is uh... gonna be full. But like, you really got to put yourself out there. And uh, I will say one thing is is humanizing yourself. Okay. When I started what humanizing myself as a trainer. Okay. Because people think that this is all you do, that you're a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I shared my struggles about blowing all about my 401k yeah 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 um being in a mental rut while business is booming for sure um just uh being human right vulnerable yeah and then and then and then at the end of the day like do it because you like it and do it because you're a good person love it love it cool well Fatty, thank you so much for taking the time appreciate you did i pronounce that right yeah fatty yeah oh my gosh (laughs) cool uh anyways Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, hope you guys got a lot of lessons here. I definitely got a lot of nuggets on this end. Um, again, Fatty, thank you for taking the time to come out here. My pleasure. Yeah, and then for anybody tuning in, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Hey, Voice Community. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. I just want to make a real announcement real quick. If you're looking to amplify your voice, just like what we do here at Voice Podcast, and you want to create your own platform, we actually do have an agency called Orca Media where we focus on content development, social media strategies, social media development, and overall just part of your marketing strategy and how to amplify your business on social media even more. Social media management, editing, video editing, finding trends, ad management, paid media, whatever you name it, community development. So everything from that point to improve your social media. For anybody who tunes in, who decides to work with us, we're giving a promotion to anybody who signs up from here up to $250 off if you're looking to take your brand presence online much more. would love to be able to help out. Other than that, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the show.